On this episode, I go into my plan for the Christmas break uh, and into New Year's for Attica and a reflection on the three in months that Attica has been live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 27 of Ars Notes. So obviously, this is not the same background uh, as you would normally see, uh, because funnily enough, up in Sydney again for my client, which is awesome, uh, purely because it obviously means that uh, business is going well at the moment, so taking up every opportunity I can. Unlike the last trip to Sydney, not taking a break with this series and really um, ensuring I get that discipline to record these episodes, publish, because uh, without discipline, uh, any startup is pretty much going to fail. So keeping myself accountable to it. So here's today's episode. Now, Tuesday's episodes, um, I'm filming this on Monday night. I think, what time is it now? It is 9.15. So you'll be watching this obviously tomorrow at some point. Uh, Tuesday's episode is all about, you know, what's happening in the world of Attica, you know, what, what am I doing day to day, and uh, what's, what, what's Attica looking like moving forward. So today's episode, following on from last week, uh, I really want to touch on uh, what's happening over the December break going into the new year and starting that new year. Uh, but another one, you know, at the end of every year, you start to reflect, you start to think about the year that was, where I've kind of come from, and it's actually quite interesting that I started Attica on September 14th, uh, was my last day at Philips Lighting, and then really jumping headfirst into this venture. Uh, so we're about three months in now, uh, three and a half by the end of the year. So good to reflect on where I've come now, uh, just to set a bit of perspective, especially being such a young startup, and I think that's going to be incredibly important. So uh, firstly, what's happening into the new year? Uh, this point is something that I've actually been looking forward to over the last month. Uh, ever since I got this client, um, over the last month, a lot of the work's been ramping up. And so what I was able to do when I first launched in September, um, in October, around building the brand, building the business, building the back end, the website, uh, stuff with HubSpot, the marketing elements, you know, all of these things, I had a lot of time uh, to complete, but now that I'm into client delivery work, you know, that time is, is, uh, quite rare these days. So all the work that I really, really want to do around blog posting, uh, getting content and engagement up with every single one of my potential clients into the future is just kind of taking a back seat. And so as my client starts to wind down a little, as we move into the Christmas break, which hopefully they wind down a little bit, but I know they're on a tight schedule, so we'll see where that happens. But you know, I'm making sure that I leverage this holiday period uh, not just to celebrate, although I'll be doing some of that, uh, but not just that, but to realize that you know I've got a couple of weeks there where I can start to really set the foundation for 2019 moving forward. So a big part of that is planning out you know all the elements that I know that as this business starts to scale. Uh, into 2019, um, pieces of work uh, that I will start to have to put on the back burner uh, because at the end of the day, delivering for a client will always come first. And I've actually already seen that in the last month. So moving into into the holiday period, I've got a 
huge workload of creating blog articles, creating uh, Instagram content, creating Facebook content, LinkedIn content. Uh, I'll be recording a lot of my Thursday episodes uh, of this series ahead of time. I'm hoping to get at least four weeks uh, pre-recorded, uh, ready to go. Um, and, and then setting up what is known as a content calendar. Uh, I'm lucky that I got into the HubSpot startup program, and so I've got access to world-class tools. Um, if you haven't got uh, HubSpot, I'm going to be doing an episode on that uh, early into the new year as part of my Thursday series for not-for-profits and SMEs when it comes to technology, so uh, look out for that. But HubSpot is an incredible tool uh, for everything from content creation through to social media, marketing, uh, social media slash content, scheduling, planning, uh, and a raft of other tools when it comes to uh, understanding your customer, that customer journey, um, and getting that single view of customer. Um, it's effectively a CRM on steroids. Uh, it's an incredible tool, especially for a startup, uh, one that's going to be leveraging uh, social media marketing. So I uh, 100% uh, recommend to every single one of you that are that is in that space, that uh, prospects a lot, that's using social media to market, uh, to definitely take advantage of HubSpot because uh, it's an incredible tool to ensure that you have that single view of customer, you don't lose any leads through the cracks, uh, and that you're servicing every single one of your prospects to the best of their ability. And ultimately, that will lead to more conversions. But more on that on another episode early into the new year. So when I look at the content calendar that I'm going to have to produce, um, I'm looking at, and, th and this is my plan, so I'm going to give it to you guys on a silver platter here. One is Instagram. I think that as Attica has now really set its foundation as being a social enterprise uh, whose mission is to really empower every single SME not-for-profit with the skills that they need to thrive in a changing world. And the way that we do that is by lowering, lowering that barrier of entry to these critical skills. So if I look at the skill that I'm delivering today, which is uh, that of a chief technology officer, it's about delivering that skill set that piece of critical thinking, that insight, that problem-solving capability uh, at minimum wage. You know, really reducing that barrier of entry, something that you'd usually pay 250 grand for. I'm cutting out all the fat, cutting out all the margin, reducing as much profit as humanly possible to make it as accessible as possible. And so I see that as a social enterprise. And because of that, uh, the ability for me to now market leveraging that brand across social channels has just uh, exploded where initially I was looking at purely uh, LinkedIn marketing. Now, because of what the brand represents, it makes a lot of sense to start looking at Facebook and Instagram uh, with far more detail and far more effort uh, put towards those channels. So next year, uh, Ars Notes, which predominantly is the brand for Attica uh, at the moment, It'll be publishing a lot. So if you're not following me on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook, definitely go look it up. Start following because you can start to see the type of content that I'll be creating. Uh, but it will be two posts on Instagram at a bare minimum per day. Uh, it will be two posts on Facebook because it'll be very similar content between Instagram and Facebook uh, per day. And that's at a bare minimum. We'll be looking at at least two LinkedIn articles, blog style, uh, moving into the new year on LinkedIn, 
and then I'm still deciding on this one, but we'll um, I'll, I'll make sure that I get on top of that, and I'll probably update you in a later episode. But uh, I'll definitely be looking at either medium or putting a bit more longer form posts, almost white paper style content together, uh, either on Medium or uh, the company website's blog. So that's a lot of content. And then on top of that, obviously, these series every Tuesday and Thursday, I will continue that all through uh, 2019. Uh, The idea behind being able to create this much content, because you think about it, imagine having to create the creative the graphic work for instagram doing two to three posts per day on that Uh, you know that's at least 14 pieces of content on instagram per week that's two vlogs uh and obviously transcribing to the podcast per week that's two blog articles per week that's potentially a white paper style uh uh, series on the attica website one of those per week you know it's a lot of content And this is one I picked up from Gary Vaynerchuk and something that I 100% recommend to every single one of you is uh, understanding how to create these pillar pieces of content and and how you break that up into smaller pieces of content. So in my case, my pillar content is this vlog series. So on Tuesdays, it's all about the startup. And so one post per day will be, you know, this piece of content here broken up into uh, seven pieces of Instagram content, which will more than likely just be a quote that I've um, said in this video, uh, a bit of copy just explaining what that is, uh, just to make sure that everyone's exposed to the message consistently day in, day out. And then obviously on the Thursdays uh, series around technology for SMEs and not-for-profits, you know, breaking that up into at least seven pieces of content every single day. Uh, So that will obviously be uh, the two pieces of content on Instagram. I also expect that out of that, not just stills, but there will be, you know, 30 second clips out of these videos that I will uh, create as well. I'll subtitle and I'll upload that to Instagram as well, onto Facebook, onto LinkedIn, Um, just publishing it across all the platforms, contextualizing it, of course, for the platform. But Um, As you can kind of see how I'm layering this content up on each of these channels, but ultimately just building it off from a singular piece of content, in this case, uh, the vlog series. The articles will be effectively these these vlogs and podcasts transcribed, and then obviously a level of rigor around the uh, the writing style, the copy of it to actually make it sound like an article, to have flow like a white paper. Uh, and that's where the two blog posts will come per week on LinkedIn. It will be, you know, the podcast uh, slash vlog being transcribed and then just being polished a bit, um, summarized to a degree so that it's easy reading as a LinkedIn article, if that's the way you consume. And of course, then the white paper will more than likely be I won't say white paper, white paper-esque will be uh, from Thursday's content where we start to dive into a bit more of the executable, the nitty gritty, the tech when it comes to SMEs and not-for-profits. So by doing these vlog series, uh, while it'll take me about this one here, about 15 or 16 minutes to record, uh, so we're talking about 30 minutes of recording per week, I can now turn that into over 30 something pieces of content every single week, which allows me to get that engagement. Uh, Second, 
because I'm starting with a rich media, i.e. this being video and audio, I can transcribe, I can take stills, I can take quotes out of it, and suddenly I can translate this across each of the channels in which people engage. Because some of you will love the vlog series, and I hope you do love it. Some of you will prefer the podcast. Some of you uh, don't have time for that, and you actually just prefer to quickly skim read through a blog post that you see on LinkedIn. Some of you prefer that bite-sized pieces of content, you know, those one, two-minute videos, and so you'll want to see that. Some of you don't even have that kind of attention span, and so what really works for you guys is like maybe 30-second videos. And some of you just want to see a quick image, uh, get that quote, get it condensed, get it simplified down to that really small piece of content for you to digest. And so it's not for me to decide what's comfortable for me, but rather try and create content to make it as uh, applicable to every single one of you. That's the strategy behind what I'm going to be doing with content into 2019. Um, and hopefully that's given you an insight as to how you can start to think about, you know, how you create so much content. I'll tell you now from experience, now that I've been doing this for 27 episodes, uh, it is very hard at the beginning. You know, it took me four hours to do my first episode. I'm 27 episodes in now, and this one so far, we'll see, but so far, uh, I haven't had to stop uh, at all. And because I'm recording with this mic directly into uh, the iPhone, into the iPhone's video, uh, I won't need to do too much editing on this. I might need to just, you know, remove uh, some of the background noise, but we'll see if I've got time to do that while I'm up in Sydney. But ultimately, uh, it's very, very easy uh, to do, uh, especially when you get pro really proficient at it. Some of you may not be as comfortable doing this, but if you are, it's a, a distinct advantage when it comes to content creation. So that's what my plan is going into the new year. It is really that content calendar. It is creating that backlog of content so I can free up time into the new year when it starts to come down to execution. Uh, the second one I'll quickly touch on is my strategy for attracting uh, newer customers uh, to the business. I've obviously got one now, but I definitely want to bring on another three to four uh, in the first quarter of the new year. Uh, and this is where HubSpot comes in because it's all about creating content that's of value to my end audience so that they get something from me before I even ask them for the sale. And by sale, it really is just to help them execute against technology uh, at a price point which I think is incredibly affordable. Um, and so what that strategy looks like is really focus around this content as well. So Thursday's Small Medium Enterprise and Not-for-Profit series is going to create a huge amount of content which I can now provide to each of my prospective customers free of charge. Um, as a social enterprise, it's I actually don't want to bring on every single prospect I possibly can just because they say, yes, I'll buy. But rather, I'd rather them see if they have the capability themselves to execute, give them everything I can via these kind of channels as possible so that they can be successful, so that they can go out and deliver against their mission in the market. Because social enterprises, not-for-profits, small medium enterprises are the foundation for any economy around the world. And in Australia, uh, especially when you're starting to look at many of the challenges that we are facing as a nation, these social enterprises and not-for-profits are literally the glue holding our society together with the type of community services they deliver. And so if I can, through this content, start to 
give them the tools, give them the perspectives around technology so they can remain competitive in their markets, that's already a win against my vision and mission for Attica. And so the content is there to give everything away for free so that people with the capabilities internally that just lack this kind of insight can go out and execute. But there will obviously be some that will look at this, realize that it is exactly what they need, but won't have that capability internally to deliver. And so for these individuals, it's about providing them the tools, the cheat sheets, and to a point where they realize and they diagnose themselves that they need that extra bit of expertise on their side, those are the ones that I'll really be targeting to get involved with and hopefully partner with them. Uh, and so over the next month or two, uh, a lot of not-for-profits will start to see my content published out to them uh, via Instagram advertising, Facebook advertising, LinkedIn advertising, in an effort to empower every single one of them. And then obviously for the few that are struggling, that can't seem to bring it all together, um, I'll be inviting them out to a lunch and learn where I will then take it even further and contextualize everything that you know I've talked about in my content into their business. Uh, in an effort to see whether or not even that, when I contextualize it for them, whether they can execute. And if they can't, then offer the help by the technology subscription. That way, I believe that Attica can get them deliver the most impact to as many organizations, even with the limited uh, capability, not capability, the limited personnel on our side. And obviously, it's just me to begin with. So that's that mission moving forward. Uh, a lot of that automation piece is definitely going to be happening through HubSpot uh, on the website, through advertising. And so uh, after about you know a month and a half, I'll probably do a series on that to get you some learnings as to how you do that kind of marketing automation uh, so that maybe you guys can implement it in your businesses uh, at some point down the line. So that's it on kind of the business moving into the new year, uh, 17 minutes in, but there is definitely something I want to touch on before we end this video. And that is reflecting back on, you know, where I've come now, uh, three and a half months or three months now, actually three and a half at the end of the year, uh, into Attica. The reason why is, you know, when you're in the business and you've gone all in to your startup, and this is what I have felt all through this experience, your consistently putting pressure on yourself to be successful, to make sure you get the revenue in so that you can support yourself. You know, I'm married now, so I need to support my wife um, and making sure that we're not putting ourselves on too much stress. You're always like, I need revenue, I need revenue. But so many of us don't realize that to have a good thing like this, to be able to live out something that you are really passionate about, that you can get up and just love doing it every single day, it's going to be hard to achieve it. Otherwise, everybody would be living that kind of dream and not running in the nine to five uh, in jobs that they don't enjoy, which we're seeing so much more of. So good things should be hard uh, because they are worth fighting for. And when you start to think it from that perspective, three and a half months is a blimp on that. A year is a blimp on that. You know, Re looking back now, three months, and realizing that I've built a brand, I've got the website out there, I've got content flowing, I've got this vlog series, this podcast series, and I've got a customer um, that I'm getting to do some incredible work with. For three and a half months, that's uh, an incredible start. And you can't discount that. And so it's sometimes about having patience uh, 
and your perspective. And for me, it's just about reminding myself that it is, this is the long game. This is not the short game. I'm not in it for the revenue. I'm in it to help as many not-for-profits as possible and many small and medium enterprises as possible through this journey. And I'm hoping that I can actually 100% deliver on that. And so having a customer, having this kind of foundation set already three and a half months into a business is an incredibly great start. And to reflect on that and to realize that will has really given me then the patience to be able to invest the time that this business actually deserves to continue to create that content, to keep pushing, to maintain that discipline, to keep these episodes up. Um, and ultimately just feel grateful for the opportunity that I have to be able to do this. And so that's about it for today's episode. Um, obviously in Sydney, the first time we're filming in Sydney, having a bit of a heart to heart with you guys. Uh, it's been actually quite liberating, quite awesome to do. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, again, thank you so much for taking the time. Hope you're having an incredible night, day, depending on when you're listening to this. And as always, I can't wait to see you guys next time.